All right, what up, what up, what up? This is Those Heathens Over There with your boy Demarcus Black. It's been a while, you know, you ain't heard our voice. Uh, you damn sure ain't seen our faces, but it has definitely been a while. So I think tonight we're just going to shoot from the hip and figure out what's going on out there. So who we got with us today? Hey, everybody, it's Vic Damone. Thanks for joining us. Like you said, it's been a while, so we're glad to have you back. Yo, yo, it's that boy Ego. Appreciate y'all joining us. It's been a while, but I know we're ready. See, nice. I'm here. Y'all probably listen listen to it more than I show up, but I'm I'm glad to be here. All right, good, good. Uh, the only person we are missing tonight, and hopefully we can get her on the next one, is Diana. But with all the uh, intros knocked out, how's everybody been? Cooling, you know. Finally got all my stuff in. So look, the funny part is, last time you said you've been cooling, your ass had COVID. You was COVIDing. Flashback, flashback, flashback to talk three the hard way. Well, you know, I've been I've been cooling, you know, some rough times over here for your boy, man. What you so, what you talking about? Hey, man. So, you know, I came over here here as in the States for a couple weeks, you know, get educated a little bit. Ended up catching the motherfucking Rona, man. Got him. They got him. Got him. <clears throat> So, so you ain't been cooling, you've been COVIDing. I've been COVIDing, yeah, man. <laughs> End of flashback audio, and back to talk nineteen. <laughs> yeah, bro, we said we said he was COVIDing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been COVIDing. That that was about a year ago, wasn't it? Yeah, I mean. Yeah, exactly. Almost a year, actually, man. It was last. It was last October. I know you started to talk about some, but if if we talk about that just for a second, do you feel like you have any prolonged symptoms? Anything that stuck with you? So for a little bit, right? So now I live in a two floor home, right? So before I lived in a in a one story house. Now I live in a two floor house, and um, you know, walking up these steps a little bit, I'm breathing a little heavy. I'm like, man, this is some COVID. Some some residual from the COVID. Well, that's residual from being old, motherfucker. Nah, I think it's just because I'm fat. You know what I mean? From uh, being old. I'm <laughs> just out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Breathing all heavy. But Shit. but to be honest, nah, man, I feel, um, I don't know. I don't know if it's just a psychological fuck or, or whatever, but sometimes I'll feel something and I'll be like, man, this shit from that fucking Rona that I had. I think I think everybody on that shit right now, because my, uh, my kids got sick. And so the wife had to keep them home. And then the school was like, well, they can't come back till they get a COVID, a, a negative COVID test. I was like, these motherfuckers got the shot. It's sick. Like, is so are we saying now anything that come up, a call for anything is automatically COVID? It seemed like it. Yo, for real, like, uh, like my son, they, they had a, a scare in the school and, you know, nobody came to school for like two days until they kind of got shit figured out. And I'm like, man, is this how it's going to be for the rest of the year or, or what the fuck's going on with all this shit? This is going to sound cold as fuck. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. But at this point, I, I just want to get it and die. Like, just, if I got it, just, 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 just end this shit. Because I'm about tired of you telling me that everything is COVID. If I fucking fart, oh, that's that COVID symptom. Come on, man. Yo, they be coughing, right? Like, what happened with my kids? Like, one, they was like, oh, your kid was next to somebody who had direct contact, but they did not. So, they got to stay home for two weeks. Then I tell the job... Oh, yeah, go home for two weeks. 
bro, I would I don't even know these kids, but I gotta stay home just cause. Who the fuck is who the fuck is complaining about staying home? Uh I got three teenagers, bro. Me. Yeah, and you lay in there and you're and somebody got get up. I lock myself in the room and be like, listen, you motherfuckers, there's peanut butter, jelly, and bread in the fucking kitchen. Good luck, motherfuckers. <laughs> I feel with three teenagers, bro, at least that's the way rough. they make it, it sound. Rough, like. hell crazy. Man, I know uh I know for us it's it's really up to to the staff, you know, the the office space and, and uh what they feel comfortable with and and how they how you feel about it. Um otherwise we gotta, you know, make that trip, go see go see a doctor and, and whatever their recommendation is is usually what the office is going with. Yeah, I was about to ask how your situation unfolded. Like if someone, you know, turns up sick or just not. Yeah, a year well, ago basically shut down. You know, a year ago when everything was was really, you know, really buzzing with this whole COVID thing, you know, if you were close contact and by close contact, it was anybody that you were under six feet apart uh, for longer than 10 minutes. They consider close contact. So uh, we had one guy in the office come down with it. And then when they when they did contact tracing, uh, I was I was close contact. So what I do, I came home. I took my, my computer with me and, and worked from home. Obviously, no symptoms, no signs. Back to work 14 days later. Okay, but you was cool and nothing, nothing was wrong with you. It was just the fact that you were next to this dude, you know, for the whatever the prescribed, you know, criteria is to be a close contact. And yeah. then all of a sudden you basically now, got two weeks at home for free. I think some things, they, yeah. they've changed a little bit. Or I don't want to say relaxed things, but I think they're a little bit more critical now of close contact and, and what's going on, right? Like uh, if somebody at the at the children's school mm-hmm. comes down with COVID and then one of my coworkers' kids is close contact. So now the parent is is third close mm-hmm. contact. They're like, nah, man, you you can make it to work until your kid displays some symptoms. Um, what makes me worried about that is mm-hmm. remember in the very beginning of this whole thing, they were real real cool about saying like, oh, kids are at least likely to catch it, you know. Um, and then that changed, and now we have different variants, but people can still be asymptomatic. So how who do we know how do we know somebody's not running around asymptomatic spreading this stuff like wildfire? Yeah, cause I don't even wear a mask no more. I ain't gonna lie to you. I be get the only time I wear a mask, I get in the Uber and I put a mask on and shit because it's required. But other than that, I just be outside coughing work, and work shit. Work don't make you wear it. On my nose and shit, wiping my ass. I'm like, I'm I'm over. Work don't shit. make you wear it? No. Oh, I mean, shit. Te- but technically, I'm also fucking, I got my shots and shit now, so I guess I'm like a normal human being now, not like some kind of fucking savage, so. How, how was your experience from your shots, man? I know everybody had a different, you know, kind of reaction to it, so how was your reactions to, uh, you know, the first one and then the second one? Normal. I ain't feel shit. I fucking was normal. Yeah, I was the same way, but I know a lot of people okay. with a second shot All right. jacked them up hard. Yeah, yeah. I know somebody, like, the first and second shot had them in the fucking bed crying and shit like they was dying. I was like, God damn. I had, uh, I got the the Moderna one. I didn't have any adverse reactions other than uh, a sore injection site for, like, two or three hours. Yo, I got that Pfizer. Uh, the first one, I was, I was a little sleepy for, like, two days. But on that second one, bro, I was down for, like, 36, 36 hours straight. Me and my two boys, we had, like, 103 fevers, chills and shit. But it was crazy as hell, though, because 
as soon as we fucking, like, exactly 36 hours, bro, we was all up. Like, yo, what the fuck just happened? Like, it was a light switch. It just turned off. Damn. Yeah, I got that. I got that Pfizer. I was like, they said this is FDA approved. So I'm going to just, I'm going to go ahead and go with this one right now. All right. I did, I did see some weird shit. Well, not weird shit, but, you know, being back in the States now, uh, three weeks ago, I was in New York City for a week. And then two weeks ago, got to actually chop it up with your boy T-Nice for about a week. Shit, that shit wasn't even weak with that motherfucking work schedule. Yeah, them motherfuckers, they FaceTime me. I was like, look at these, look at these two motherfuckers. Hey, watch your lips, watch your lips. And um, what I did find weird, though, I guess once my phone, but it's crazy, though, like the phone, like once the phone registered that I was in whatever region, right? You know, because obviously everything fucking you, you tracked and shit. But it was like, do you want to be added uh, to whatever? So, you know, if you, you know, if someone reports to have COVID, that if you were in that area, we notify you type shit. I was like, what the fuck is going on right now? That's that uh, that's that enemy to state type shit, man. They got you. They, they know where you at. For real, dog. I, and it was both places, both New York. But it don't happen here in Georgia. It happens. It happened in New York City and when I when the whole time I was there and and when I was in Cali. I don't know how I feel about that because there's there's good and bad about it, right? Like, how else are you gonna know when you went to the grocery store they had a they had a mini outbreak? Like I say, you might you might be a, a asymptomatic carrier, but at the same time, like everybody, I don't want to say everybody, but there was a big scare about like, oh, the the government like shot. They're just gonna put something in you. They're gonna track you. Like, clearly, we carry these phones around. They they can do that anyway if they wanted to. And here's an example of how they can do it. You're right. You're right, man. Like I said, I just I just stopped giving a fuck now. Just shit. This is <laughs> it's funny, scary. I'm on my phone right now. Like I'm on my phone right now, talking to y'all, looking at the screen. These motherfuckers gonna be looking at me right now. You know, if I gotta hit the if I gotta hit the Will Smith enemy to state mode, you know, I'll do it. I'll fucking do it. We changing changing directions of satellites and everything, trying to hunt you down. Be talking in the shower with the motherfucking with the shower on hot. <laughs> I'm like, get in the shower. You can't talk out there. They can hear you. Hell, I'll, I'll do all that shit. I'll be in the fuck. I'll be in that motherfucker throwing fucking earbuds and phones and bags of rice and water and shit, so they can't hear me talking. I'll do whatever fuck I got to do. I don't give a shit. I'm like, this is, a, this is a whole Mission Impossible experience right now. You're run, running around wrapping his phone up three sheets of aluminum foil. That's it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's a trip all the way around, man. It, 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 yeah. It, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm worried about what what's gonna happen in the next three to four years. You know. Because mm -hmm. they made it real easy to say, like, no, you have to have this or you can't do this. And and there's been a, a overall acceptance of that. Right. So, I mean, there's there, there are places that are protesting and stuff, which is cool. Right. But unfortunately, we're at a point where, like, they are literally like shutting people down, you know, firing people or laying people off. Like, this is this is, this is crazy. Like, you can't you can't have a job if you ain't got that shot. Yo. My brother works for L.A. County. He told me it's the, the shot for the county is mandatory. Like, if you're a county employee, you're going to get the shot. If not, we're going to lay you off. He said they sent out an uh, email detailing all the legalities of, of their position. And uh, basically, by, like, November 1st, you know, it's, it's hell or high water. Like, hope you made your decision. Um, Demarcus, didn't you go through that shit with like a cousin or something like that with like nursing school and they had to like drop out or something like that? Yeah, my wife's cousin, uh, my wife's cousin went through that shit. They like sent her like a, a memo or some shit saying if you don't, you don't get this shot, we can no longer allow you to finish 
your residency as a student or some shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Yo, you seen that shit too where they firing the fucking nurses. Like, not even not too long ago, they were motherfucking heroes, and all of a sudden. Yeah, that's that meme. I seen that meme. They're like, they're like, we were once heroes, and now we're fucking enemy. Yeah, you're the enemy, motherfucker. Get that shot in your ass. Yeah. Yo, if if y'all get a chance to look into it, um, some companies is asked, uh, you know how when you got to pay for like a healthcare or whatever or some shit, they're charging a hundred dollars a month extra for health insurance if you're not vaccinated. Wow. I'll be honest, I'm surprised companies Damn, are allowing f- uh, people to be insured if they don't have the vaccination. So here's here's another problem I got with this. Again, we we have realized we and it's gonna some of this is gonna sound fucked up, but we have realized that you can get COVID. And you can fucking fight it and you could be good. You can recover naturally the way God intended. Um, and then you have antibodies to fight it, like how your immune system is supposed to work. Right. But we're being forced that we we have to get this thing, but it don't necessarily do anything for everyone. So I'm again, it's going to be a little, little cold, a little shady. But natural selection is a thing, man. So if you are older or sicker and you you catch this, then, yes, I would say that you should probably get the shot. 100%, right? If you are like good, healthy, strong, got a good, strong immune system, then we should let our immune systems do what they're meant to do and fucking allow us to recover, not just run around giving people shots that just to have a fucking shot. Like, I know people who who have already had COVID, who have recovered and are fine, but they still got a shot. They got a shot so they can travel, so they can go into a fucking restaurant, so they can keep their fucking jobs. Like, are you fucking serious right now? I'm, I'm, I'm here in the chat with you, baby. You know what I'm saying? COVID survivor. I had to get the shot for those very reasons. You know what I mean? And in the, in the very beginning, I, I'm not going to tell you that I was 100% adamantly opposed to getting it. But in the beginning, I didn't plan on getting the, the vaccination. Um, but you're right. To travel in order to go see my family across the country, uh, in order to maintain my uh, my employment, um, it, you know, to do this, to do that, I have to have a shot record. So, yes, I, I got the, the vaccination and uh, I haven't had any, uh, you know, third limb, third eye kind of adverse reaction to it. I was waiting for fucking superpowers, to be honest with you, shit. Yeah, but, but I didn't intend to, uh, you know, we ain't going to get nothing for free. Oh, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't intend on getting it. I'm still hoping I wake up one morning. I'm like, oh, my water's over there. That shit's too far. And I think about it and then the water just floats to me and shit. That's, I'm still waiting for that shit. Telekinesis. (laughs) Actually, have any of y'all, um, been in a situation and this happened to me actually in New York, but not in. What, What the fuck are you eating though? I mean, some rice and beans or some, some chicken. Shit delicious. Uh, it seems like this nigga always in something. Like, damn. Oh, chunky ass. <laughs> That's why he tired out of breath when he take two steps of the stairs and shit. And he talking about, oh, uh, it's hurting me. Get your ass some celery and you be all right. <laughs> yeah. Yep. This shit is motherfucking delicious. Nah, but when I went to NY, it happened to me for the first time because it's never happened to me where I live. Uh, it didn't even happen to me when I went to California, but I go into a bar with my cousin and boom, as soon as I walk in, hey, where your vaccination card? I was like, oh, shit, this is actually a thing. And then my cousin hit me because it's the bar like right next to his house. He's like, oh, yeah, my bad. I should have told you about this. Luckily, a picture was good enough for it and they let me in. But that was the first and only time it's ever happened to me. 
Yeah, so that that shit's big out here. So like everybody out here keeps a picture of their card on their phone. Now I'm gonna tell you this: I'm not gonna confirm or deny if it's their card or not, but they keep a picture of a vaccination card on their shit so they can move about freely. Hmm. I did see this. Um, what was it? This nurse that got fired or arrested because she was giving out fake vaccination cards as well. I think she was in like Michigan. Yo, one of my boys tried to snag somebody else's fucking card, and he got caught. And they were like, hey, man, I ain't yours. What are you doing? And he was like, oh, oh, my bad. I thought it was mine. You know what I mean? Go ahead. Oh, have a good day. God bless. I was like, this, this motherfucker. <laughs> and it, they're, they're, number, they're serialized, right? Like, that's going to be a thing. But, you know, everything else got a serial number. People been fraudulently making those, too. So I'm sure there's a little hustle. So for us, well, just just for my case, so it wasn't much, uh, it wasn't as much important about the being serialized, cause like the the vendors and the stores and shit out here, they don't give a fuck. You flash them a card, they don't even ask to see your ID. They just want to see a card. So yeah, you flash them the card. You think they gonna say give Bob, away that money though? It could say Bob Jubovic, and that ain't nowhere near my name. But they don't care because they're not looking at my ID either. They're just looking at a card. I'm like, okay, here's a picture of this card, and they're like, okay, you can come in. I'm like, all right, cool, thanks, man, good day. <coughs> <laughs> they don't give a damn about that damn card. They worrying about that money. That's the only thing they worrying about. Fuck like, oh, that's not true. They don't give a fuck. That's money in their pocket. They turning you away. Every time we get on, we got we got mention. We honorable mention the vid. I'm so sick of this shit. <laughs> Been like two and a half years. That's, that's true. No, you know you're right. Yeah, motherfucker. Like I went through life for a good, like you said, two and a half years unscathed by the vid. Like I had been living in some fucking cave or some shit, and I come out. I'm like, oh, I'm the cure for everything. I ain't got the shit yet, as far as not I know. And I've been in close proximity and shit, and I'm just like, damn, man. Like fuck, like two and a half years unscathed. Now motherfuckers are telling me like life is crazy. I'm I'm over this shit. Fuck it. <laughs> You're going to survive all that shit and get hit by a fucking car. <laughs> I mean, if, if that's the case, I mean, I'll be all right. I'm like, at least I saw at least I saw this shit coming. This was evident. It wasn't just, oh, you may or may not have the vid because you don't got no symptoms. No, bitch. I literally got hit by a whole ass car. I know I may die. I saw this shit coming. Good luck. God bless. Hide my porn. It, it could have been, though, it could pop up like the DeLorean and hit you like it hit T-Nice, and you maybe not really know. Oh, so that type shit we bringing up, though? Yo, that in my mind is never happening. That T-Nice shit is a lie, is a lie, is a goddamn lie. You know what, yo? When my family come for Thanksgiving, I'm going to put my pops on for a fucking podcast, and he can tell you. Listen, I'm going I'm to say he lying, too. <laughs> so fuck it, whoever tell the story lying, I guess, there ain't no motherfucking point. Anybody that you bring to the table, anybody that you bring to the table to tell the story, fucking lying. Well, shit, I don't know. You see, my wife threw me under the bus when we was at the crib. She was yelling at me and shit. Stop going through his boxes. Oh, yeah, my fault. Yeah, man, because who, who the fuck, who the, let me, let me tell y'all a quick story. T-Nice comes to my new place. I'm not even sure if I invited him. He popped up at my new place. And I'm giving him a tour, and we still got boxes and shit packed. And this motherfucker's opening my boxes and shit and going through shit. And well, his wife nah, is like, fuck, fuck stop, all that. what are you doing? She popping, like, get out of his shit. Like, my business, business little man. What the fuck you doing? That's some teen nice shit, though. For real. Well, nah, well, fuck all that. We came, we came with that basket. I'm coming through and touching whatever the fuck I want. Hey, but Vic, he may or may have not gotten an invite, though, Vic. Yeah, you're right. He may or may not. You know, he may have. 
Look, that bitch was up the street. And then and technically, I think I did send him an invite. He came 10 hours late, but he did show up. And then he ain't do none of the shit he said he was going to help me to do. He's like, I'm going to help you paint. I'm going to help you put this gate up. He brought a fucking picnic basket, which is which, is, which was his wife's idea, which is good. I appreciate it. And that was it. Yeah, I ain't going to lie. Weird fuck. But hold up, bro. Hold on now. We're going to be honest. Uh, you hit me up and I was like, yo, I'm on my way. We got to the crib and you was like, oh yeah, me and my son already did it. Yeah, because I asked this motherfucker, I asked him, it wasn't something simple. It wasn't like, hey, can you help me take out the trash? I said, hey man, I need somebody here to get the washer and dryer up fucking stairs. Upstairs. A <laughs> <laughs> like whole grown adult. I need help. But what the fuck my short ass look like lifting a fucking washer and dryer upstairs? And he just didn't show up right. respond for like hours. I think it was a hit. That's why I ain't showed the fuck no, he up. He ain't respond for fucking hours. So I had my son help me. I had my 16-year-old <laughs> son help me. And I promise you, that shit almost fell on me three times. I almost died. Hey, man. Going but you put too much, faith. You put too much faith in T-Nice. You know he got, one, he got a string of bad luck. Two, the washer and dryer taller than him. So I don't know if that was a good idea, man. But you made it. All I'm saying is my son and I are carrying a whole ass washer and dryer up up a level of stairs. And this bitch sets it. He sets it just because he wants to set it and sets it straight up. So, like, it's about to tip back. I'm like, oh, oh bitch. Oh, hey, you wrap the shit. Like, I do have down. a question for you, though, Demarcus. Did you ever get them wings? Oh, no. No, I did not, man. I was so angry. About, I, I was angry about that. My wife was angry about that. The kids was angry about that. Like, everybody in the house was angry about that. <laughs> <laughs> They was like, man, we understand that T-Nice is going through a string of bad luck. Uh, you know, we hope his wife recovers quickly. But can he drop those wings off? And this bitch is like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to sauce them up. It's the weekend. I'm going to sauce them up. I'm going to send them to you. And I, I ain't seen no wing. And I didn't want to be that asshole that kept mentioning the wings. But I was upset. Like, everybody was upset that we ain't get no wings. Like, you ain't show up. At least drop the wings off. Yo, you yelled at me for letting my wife get on the motherfucking ladder. That's your fault. She your wife. Uh, She grown. She was like, babe, I'm going to get up here and do this. All right, cool. You got it. Her grown ass did not take herself to the hospital. Okay? I'm, I'm not going to let that go because, because, Demarcus, I think you you put out some very subtle, respectful hints of like, hey, those wings would be real nice right about now. And uh, T-Nice ain't come through not, not on one wing. Nope. Nope. He ain't apologize, and this bitch ain't like say, "Oh, you know, I owe you. I'll hit you up later." It's been six months, motherfucker. Uh, cause you ain't give me my bowl back. Fuck you, cause you told me to keep the bowl. Fuck you, you trying to use that as excuse. <laughs> I need my, I need my tubboy bowl. Shit, that shit expensive. Give me a dollar. Buy a new one, bitch. I'll pay for it. <laughs> he gonna bring, he gonna bring us some old shit. I don't have my bowl. Like that's like that's a vital uh, essential ingredient for making the wings a fucking Tupperware bowl. Uh, yeah, exactly. He's like he's like I haven't I haven't made wings since. Yo, so so are you pulling you pulling an SG? You going on a wing strike for a year? The fuck, I look like going on a wing strike. I'm a grown ass man. All I hear is is uh, the market should have had some wings. Be nice, let him down. God damn shame. Yup, all the way down. This motherfucker. This motherfucker left five five minutes up the street. Five, yeah, about ten. Give it ten. Don't lie. Hey, put it to you like this: He lived far enough away to pull the wings out, bring them to you, and they would be well rested and ready to eat. Yeah, they would have still been hot. He would have showed up. They would have still hot wings, you know. Yeah, team nice, hot and ready. Yo, I got yelled at. I was like, yo, <laughs> yo, I'm walking her up to the front door, talking about why the fuck are you let her get on the ladder anyway. Well, damn, like my fault, my fault, pops. Damn. 
I'm getting yelled at for letting my wife get on the ladder. He gonna blame it on his wife. Oh, but my wife fell off a ladder. Well, bitch, you shouldn't have let her be on the ladder by herself. She falling. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh no. She ain't got no nipples. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Fuck all that. Her ass ain't got. She was up on that motherfucking ladder all day painting. Now all of a sudden, her ass want to fall the fuck off. Maybe that's what she needed, a little wake-up call. Some people might say you're just a bad-ass husband. Like, you just letting your wife just go willy-nilly painting and shit, and you and you you watching TV with your legs up, not doing shit. Yo, yo, stop. Yo, you're making me laugh, because when she fell, she was like, babe, I fucked up. <laughs> yo, I was looking at her like, god damn, boy, she bounced off that motherfucking ground. She hopped up like, babe, I fucked up. I'm like, yeah, it looked like it. Hey, man, e equal opportunity and all, but... Uh, we know each other's strengths and weaknesses as well, right? We should. You knew she ain't had no business on that ladder. Now we got, now we got ladies falling off ladders and shit. So you couldn't help her paint, but you damn sure helped to take her ass to the hospital. So hey, either way, you had to get up. <laughs> she was mad as hell hobbling into that motherfucking ER, had paint on her hair and shit. <laughs> damn. You know what he did? Them wings was ready, too. He gave it to the whole hospital staff, man. Yeah, he probably did. It was probably them nurses. He's like, hey, girl, look, go on, go on get one of these wings. Had the good ranch on the side, too. Every time you take a bite, say, Mmm, duh. <laughs> oh, damn. What's it, really? You do that? You owe me $10 more, dollars, bitch. Yeah, my fault, my fault, my fault. Well, you got all that time on the streets. You can edit the shit. I'm just saying, out here fucking just throwing names out like it's cool. And that's with a Y. That's his name spelled like a bitch. Oh, god damn. That's what we're doing? <laughs> oh, shit. That's how we doing? Yo, this Freestyle Friday for sure. We just going off the fucking head. My fucking head hurt, man. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. I know we I know we sitting here talking, being professional and real. I'm hung the fuck over. My head hurt. God. Oh, god. Damn. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say? Yeah, because that's because of that tight-ass button-up shirt you had. <laughs> <laughs> Cut off circulation. This bitch, that was a nice shirt. I got complimented at the fucking restaurant. They were like, that's a real nice shirt. I like that. I was like, oh, thanks. I, I'm not saying it's not nice. I'm just saying you got a headache because that shit look a little tight. Listen, man, I told you, I told you I was in a gym doing fucking glamour muscles. I did chest buys and tries. So goddamn it, I'm looking big. Or I bought a smaller shirt. Either or, it was tight and it looked nice. You know what? Fine. I'll give my baby gap shirt to your ass then. We know you can fit it. It might be a little too big. Nah, I can't, bro. I need, I need Build-A-Bear. That's too big. But I love y'all, though. <laughs> that's what you say that's what you say when you fuck up like you you cheat on your girl or some shit hey listen but i love you though like motherfucker, get the fuck out of here yeah actually i should have told you that when i didn't bring them wings in yeah you should have you're like hey i ain't got these wings for you my wife fell off this ladder but i love you though yo he was heated he was like hey bro i was like yo we waiting for uh an x-ray he said all right we got hot plate steel if you want to come through all right yeah, DeMarcus was probably like, all right, but y'all still gonna make it when he's like, I'm on the way to the ER. You still gonna make it, though? Yeah. Hey, uh, how the wife doing? We got, uh, if you want to come on by still. All right, we waiting for x-ray. Okay, cool. I'm already drunk. <laughs> so if, if the, if the x-ray take 30 minutes, can you bring those wings? <laughs> and by the time she done the x-ray? <laughs> 
Hey, look, the sad part is I'm really mad because because my blackness is showing. I'm really mad because I didn't get wings right now. Like, out of everything that's happening in the world, I'm mad about wings. I was trying to be super nice that day. He kept he kept telling me about his wife and these X-rays and shit, and I was so trying not to be like, "Hey, man, if 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 we can't see the wings to tomorrow, that's fine." But I was just I was trying not to say anything wing related. But it was just like it was like it was like I cared, but I did not care. I was like, "Oh, she's alive. She's living." <laughs> I do remember that shit because that shit was in the group chat. <laughs> Bro, I, I was in a fucking doghouse when her ass bounced off that ground and said she fucked up. I was laughing. She was heated. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, man, nobody else said they were bringing wings. You were the only one that said wings. Yeah, that shit was funny. I ain't gonna lie. And he was specific. He was like, I'm bringing those same wings. I got you. Good. And then he was like, oh, well, we, we're in x-ray. Well, how long are you going to be in x-ray? For an hour. Okay, where's the hospital? Up the street. Okay, so this gives you multiple opportunities to swing your ass. Hey, girl, stay here in x-ray. I'm going to run home, get these wings. I'm going to drop the wings off. I'm going to come back. He didn't do none of that shit. He's just like, oh, I'm in x-ray. I'm not doing shit. I'm just sitting here with her fucking you know, hanging out. I'm like, you dumb motherfucker. The park is laying on wings. Teen nice wife man, broke her wings. Whatever. But there's no way you could have helped her. You didn't help her in any of this transition except to the hospital. What else we got? Because like uh, Ego said, this shit's bringing up some bad memories and some feelings right now. So we can move on. What are we talking about? Ego breakfast? We bringing that up too? (laughs) (laughs) Fucking let everybody get mad around this motherfucker. (laughs) Listen, man. It's still a sore topic, all right? Chill. It shouldn't be. Wife for her, her birthday was uh was last week though. Did did you cook for her for her birthday? Yeah, he cooked everything but breakfast. Nah, man, I took her out. Mm, okay. Yeah, I hooked her ass up though. We had a good time. So you ate out, huh? Oh yeah, for sure. Very well. My head hurt now. Nah, that's because you want them wings, and that's why your head hurt. All that yelling about wings and shit, my head hurt like a motherfucker. You should order. You you be you be having that gourmet ass food anyway. What the fuck did I eat today? Some shorty stole one of my tacos. And then she gonna play it off. She gonna play it off. Well, you wasn't here at the table. Get the fuck out of here. Nah, you're not supposed to lose a whole taco. I mean, she replaced it with like a different taco, but... Now, wait, wait, wait. So why are you complaining then? Listen, I'm about to tell you if you shut the fuck up. <laughs> there was a plate of three tacos. I had one fish taco. I had one like chicken a taco and one carne asada taco. So while I was out... Going to the bathroom, she stole the carne asada taco and replaced it with another fish taco. And I get to the table and I sit down and my boys are like, you good? I was like, yeah. They was like, you sure you good? I was like, yeah. He's like, look at your plate. I look at my plate and I'm like, one, two, three. Why the fuck I got two fish tacos? And she was like, you wouldn't even know if they hadn't said anything. I was like, that's not the fucking point. Where's my fucking taco? If you don't order two fish tacos, you don't order two fish tacos. Exactly. Exactly. I'd have told her ass to order another motherfucker carne asada one and she's going to pay for it. And I was just mad, man. Well, she, she came back with extra steak, so she ordered extra steak and hooked me up on that shit. But food, food is a thing for me. Everything else been going okay out there, though? A couple good days and a couple bad days. It is what it is. And this is just kind of side note. My son is 17 and he's kind of like experiencing life now. And then I realized that at 36 years old, I'm still experiencing life. So I made a couple... Bad decisions out here, um, ended up in a, in a bad spot, but tried to like, you know, bounce back. I'm like, hey, don't, don't do that again. Don't go with these people again. Don't, don't drink this much again. Don't X, Y, and Z again. So I'm trying to understand that, you know, you don't stop learning just because you're old. You're always learning and, and making bad decisions helps you for the future. But 
I'm I'm good. I'm as good as I can be. I'll I'll tell you that right now. How about yourself? Oh man, everything out here is moving along. You know, it's every every day you wake up, go through it. Some days, like you said, some days harder than others, but only 24 hours into the next set. You know? So here's what I here's, here's what I love about Vic. I'm gonna tell you this right now. It's not 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 many things, but here's what I love about Vic. He <laughs> he, he will when he starts something like when he you know it's just another day. You know, it's the sunshine, the sun come up, the sun go down. It's like I feel like I'm talking to like my grandpa. <laughs> or like my older brothers, which, you know, the sun come up, the sun come down, but there ain't nothing much you can do about it. You know, I'm like, th- that's how I feel when you say certain things. Yeah, and that's that's about the reality of it from my perspective. You know, uh, you have a rough day. Uh, there's there's a chance for another one. You know, and uh, a lot of things, a lot of things are how you allow it to affect you. And sometimes it's easier to shake it off than others, of course. But you know, it's, it's still up to you to respond. You know. And and some days I just I have very rough responses and other days I feel like I have good responses. So I thought the Marcus was about to say amen. That's what it seemed like. I felt it coming <laughs> on, but I was like, I'm not religious. I'm not religious. Please don't do this. Yeah, it's like, uh, you know, some some days I'll deal with uh, like a, a, a personal anxiety issue or a personal depression issue. And uh, I wake up the next day and, and realize like, okay, that was yesterday. Do I want to deal with the same thing again or do I want to try and do better? And uh, like I said, sometimes it's harder, harder uh, to get through than others, but I've made it through 100% of every issue I've dealt with. So I've been fortunate for that. Uh, meaning like, you know, some people deal with depression in, in such a bad way that, that they decide to make a final decision. And, uh, you know, and, and that's the battle they lose. So I've been I've been fortunate to win them all so far. So here's what I, here's what I will say because I from time to time when we have discussions I uh, mentally kind of like revert back to some some old um, talks that we had. So uh, a while back Vic said that you know his uh, his therapy um, is is going to the gym right. So being out here where I am I've been going to the gym more recently and like I can tell you now from experience that yes going to the gym like I get in there I start working out I start lifting or what have you and I start I do feel a little bit better right but I'm gonna tell you why I feel better and this may be all fucked up this may be super fucked up but I'm gonna tell you why I feel better so I'll be like working out and I'm like I feel better but at the end I realize the only way I, the only reason I feel better is like man I got these glamour muscles going I'm about to have these abs oh man I feel good about about myself about how I look right now I'll be walking around with no shirt on and shit like that's what I be. I, that's I, it's not like the situation has fixed itself. It's just like I look like a good motherfucker right now. Look at me, man. And I just you know that's that's what that's what it'd be. I ain't gonna lie. That's that's all it'd be. I told the wife. I said when I come home, we both need to have abs. So you know, that's just kind of wink, wink. You know, whatever you got to do. Everybody, needs, everybody in the house needs to have abs. I, the fucking dog needs to have abs. You just giving out hints, huh? I am. Fuck yeah. I agree with what you're saying. You know, it doesn't it doesn't fix the problem itself. But it helps to take your mind away from the problem. And uh, at least for me, it gives me something else to be happy about. And uh, and sometimes that, that balances. Like I said, the, the things that I have going through my mind are never going to leave my mind. But having something to balance them out with on a regular basis helps me out a lot. That makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> that was a hard pause because I'm literally looking at my phone right now. I mean, I don't know. I, I agree and disagree. And the reason for it. That's because you don't work out no more. I mean, you did. Well, I, 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 you did. 
I do. I do actually. But then I'm sorry. I'm an asshole today. It's all good. But I think it really depends. Yes, you you can make a choice to let something affect you as much, you know, like if something if if a situation happens and it has nothing to do with you, right? It it only goes as far as you let it go. Got it. If it's something personal, um you you take it and, and you try to find ways to to relieve that stress. But sometimes there's things that just keep constantly kind of nagging at you. And and it might not it might just be nice and subtle, right? Or sometimes it's 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 something that happens and it's like impactful and it just keeps hitting you and you just feel like you're you you can't even like you feel like you're just trying to be just stay above water at that point. And I think it really depends on what it is the individual how the individual can handle uh the stress how much stress the individual is having how how often or how much uh different you know variations or different types of uh scenarios this person is involved in so i think that that's kind of why i don't i don't want to say that i disagree with you but at the same time everyone you know not everyone has the stress relievers like you do, like, you know, we know that you're into the gym heavy. We know that you're into firearms heavy, you know, and I think everyone just has to find at some point what their niche is. It doesn't necessarily have to be the gym. Yeah, bro. Hey, just like different demons got different solutions. You know what I'm saying? Not everybody does it the same way. That is the worst analogy ever. <laughs> <laughs> no, it ain't. No, it's not. Different demons have different solutions. What the fuck? But my demon ain't coming up with a fucking solution. It's just it's fucked up. Like, I, so you gonna tell me every like if every demon is the same? You can't get rid of all your demons in your brain from this with the same solution. That's what. There you go. There you go. Say it. Say it like you mean it. Say it with your chest. You you you. It's just your headache. That's what it is. Okay. I mean, all right. And then some people might have something to release that stress, but it might not be something positive. For example drugs right some people might handle some sort of stress or whatever by fucking you know you know doing fucking cocaine you know what i mean and and that's not the fucking answer or at least for that second it is but then they might take they they never know when they last hit gonna be so, so we can we can chalk this up and make it more common right i think i think cocaine is is a hell of a drug and you just went high high to high to the side on that right yeah i got this motherfucker had cocaine like last bump like what the fuck all I'm saying is, let, let's just think of something that's more common, right? Alcohol. Like, most times, like, if people have a hard time, a lot of people resort to, you know, alcohol, to drinking, trying to trying to numb that pain with a little bit of Jack Daniels or tequila or what that looks like. And I'll be honest with you, being where I am right now, um, there's a, my, my perspective, there's a lot of lonely people who can't handle being alone with themselves so they party 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 drink 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 and then think about shit later and it's really interesting because i find myself like i said i find myself kind of riding the fence on some of this because i'll go to the parties because i'm invited with my friends and i'll See drink this, this and i'll drink that right, but i'm still mindful or try to be mindful <laughs> of, of what's going on so it, it's I look i ain't look I, I don't even see where this is going i have no idea like i said i'm still hung over i'm just talking Hey, well, I I agree with with a lot of the points that have re recently been made. Mm -hmm. um, my argument, though, is finding a healthy solution, right? I, uh, Demarcus, you hit it, man. A lot of people will turn to that easy solution, and I agree that alcohol tends to be one of the more easily, uh, readily available solutions 
that that numb that problem temporarily, right? Or they, it helps them helps them uh, change their thought process. But it doesn't. It's not a healthy solution, right? It's adverse. Um, the only other thing is like the reason why that thing is is bugging you so much. Whatever is causing whatever we want to call it a demon, the reoccurring thought, the PTSD, the the whatever that thing is, is because we are not processing it. So it does, it does keep reoccurring. It does keep coming back because we haven't figured out how to process it. Um, I would probably go out on a limb and say everybody's had a pretty significant event in their life, uh, that they don't continuously think about. They recognize it as a big event, but they processed it. And so it has a place to go. It has a, an area to sit in your mind. Um, the things that us are just not processed. So this is what I'll say. There's two things. One has nothing to do with the fuck we're talking about, but I probably need to drink some water. <laughs> Okay. <clears throat> the other thing is that not not everybody wants to process it. Like I, I, I'm just gonna be honest. Like seeing what I'm seeing out here, not everybody wants to process anything. They want to drink. They want to party. They want to you know numb the pain and then wake up and just do it all over again. That's that's a thing. That's some people's some people's bread and butter. Like they they might see they might know that they have a problem, but you waking up feeling good, the life of the party next to bitches or dudes or whatever you got going on and you happy with that life in that moment and you be like, we can do it again next week and we gonna turn up. That's that's the mentality for some people. Like some people don't want to process it. Some people, hell, don't even want to identify that they have an issue. They just want to like turn up. The more friends you have, the more places you go, the more things you do, the less you have to think about your issues. And I'm not saying that everyone out here has issues. They probably do because everyone does technically have issues. But the way it, it's handled, or at least the way I perceive certain things are being handled, is crazy to me. It's just crazy. Like, I, I'm not I'm not super old, but I can't party every day of my life. I can't. One, it's expensive. And two, I'm fucking tired. Like, right now, it's, uh, it's like three. What's the time? Three o'clock in the morning? No, yeah, it's about almost three o'clock in the morning. And I'm slowly recovering from a hangover because I was day drinking yesterday from fucking like noon to like eight o'clock at night. Like I'm, I'm out. I'm fucking out. That's it. That's all I got to say. But since you guys are quiet, this does help a little bit because originally we were supposed to, or we wanted to talk about depression and anxiety and things like that. So I think this kind of helps us with a, a, a slightly smooth transition. Um, and I will bring this back to like serious. So We've been off for like a month, right? It's been like a month or so since we since we got in front of the mic, right? Yeah. So initially when we when we talked about talking about depression and this and that, there was a lot of stuff in my life. I'm sure all of our lives that was going on. There was a lot of public things going on in the news with 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 the COVID and, and deaths and things like that. And I was running one day, and that's a true story. I was running one day, um, outside and I stopped. I stopped running for a minute. The running had my mind like all over the place. So I was good, but I stopped for a minute. And in that one moment, which I, I'll admit to because it doesn't happen often, I literally paused and like started like tearing the fuck up. Like I started tearing up for like a good minute over the shit I, I heard in the news or over the shit that I had going on in my life over the shit about me not being with the family, over me questioning my my capabilities at work or, or my success and things like that. So that minute, it was like the word, it was like a long ass minute. But for that minute, I, I thought I understood what depression was because I was sitting there trying to think about how I positively or negatively impact the world. And in my mind, it wasn't enough. Like nothing I did for the family 
um, for my job, for myself, was enough in that moment. Um, and that's why I wanted to, or I did ask you all to kind of come together and let's let's talk about depression and anxiety and this, this and that. Um, obviously, again, it's been a month that we, 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 we've taken off, but I'm glad that we can sit down and talk now. But also in that minute or that moment, I realized or identified, you know, the type of person I am, right? A, a lot of my friends are uh, extroverts, but I am, I am 100%, okay, not 100%, but I'm a very strong introvert. Like, the wife knows it, and most people who really know me know that before I can go out and be an, a functional person with people, I have to drink. I literally have to have two or three drinks to get buzzed to function, right? And if I don't do that, I'm that like angry, quiet guy sitting at the table being awkward and shit. But the problem with that is, is, is when people want you to go out every night with them because mm -hmm. you're the life of the party and you're this, that, and that, they only see that because you're drinking. And the moment you stop drinking is them, well, hey, man, why are you so fucking lame? Why are you not cool? Why are you not that? Well, because I told you this is not my, this is not how I function. And you're asking me to drink every night so that I can be a part of the party. And I don't necessarily want to be a part of the fucking party. So that's another thing that I was kind of like trying to like wrestle with being here. So how how do you handle that that particular situation? Like, what do you, you know, do you just suck it up and like you're out there all the time now, or do you, you know, do you take do you take some time off every now and then, or you just completely cut them off? Like, what is what is the remedy for your issue? So for me, the first the first month or so, I, I identified this person can't function by being by themselves. Mm -hmm. And this person has not established a, a following large enough to facilitate them being functional. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I took the bullet. I said, yeah, you go out, I go out. Where you go, I go, we hang, right? Mm -hmm. But once that person established their circle, I was able to slowly pull myself away from it. But the problem is that in those 30 days, I had drank, partied, hung out so much that I was starting to forget who I was and I was operating off of, okay, tonight we do this. Tomorrow we do that. We're drinking here. We're drinking that. We're doing this. And literally it was just like, that's when I said it, the depression was, was, was more severe, but it, it was literally like I, I woke up, drank, partied, slept, drank, woke up, slept, drank, party. And in my, in my mind, I'm like, I, I, I don't know how to operate because I was no longer, I was no longer being, a, in, my, in my opinion, I was no longer being a real person. And when I say a real person, for me, there's, there is surface shit. Mm -hmm. They can talk surface conversations. They can hang out and pretend like they know each other, but they really don't. I don't function in, a, in on the surface. I need to get to know people, good, bad, or indifferent. So everything that we did was super surface. So I felt like I was just there, standing there. Well, hey, how was your day? Oh, that's cool. That's, that's good. We're dancing. We're dancing. We're dancing. Kicking back drinks. Taking shots. Like, it wasn't... It's not a real life. So you felt like you were hot, uh, being held hostage, essentially. Exactly. But for this other person, this is all day, every day. So when I finally started to remove myself, it was like, hey, man, that's not cool. You shouldn't be. You're part of the group. Come back to the group. Or they just wouldn't talk to me for like a week, a, a, a day. Mm -hmm. What? Like we're, we work together and I go in and hey, morning. Damn. So you got so you just not going to speak. Mm hmm. It was that level. It was like, if you're not with the party, you're not with the crew. I'm like, well, I can't do that all the time. Like, I don't want to. Like, I shouldn't want to. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So it was it was a weird balancing act. I mean, I think now right now, like they're, they're they have enough group following to where I can slowly ease myself out. And I still get random text messages. Hey, why'd you leave early? Hey, come back. Hey, are you going to be a bitch and be lame tonight or are you coming out? But I'm like, nah. I'm good. And I think at this point now, they're okay with that. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you found something, at least some sort of a solution. Cause yeah, like you said, that, that is not, you know, one, it's not healthy, but two, if it's not the type of person that you are, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're essentially, you're, I mean, you're living a lie, right. And, and, and you're not fulfilling anything. You're not feeling fulfilled. You're, you're essentially falling deeper and deeper into whatever the anxiety, the depression, Damn, did you get cut out? What's up? Yeah, I don't. Where, where, where happened to Ego? You might say, you don't leave nobody open like that because he was going somewhere. I don't know that motherfucker. Unless he did an abrupt freeze, I mean, I don't. Shit. One of the things I noticed about what you were saying, uh, and I've come across this myself, is you kind of set yourself aside to fit in with the group that you're with, right? Um, And, and it has, sometimes it'll have you doing different things, and you're like, man, I'm feel this you know and like you said you have to take a step back and reevaluate the situation and i think that's a part of of self-realization and maturity when you can take that step back um you mentioned too earlier before everybody's got some kind of issue that they're dealing with it's whether or not they want to accept that acknowledge it right and then attempt to deal with it appropriately um and then other people just try and conceal the whole thing and, and they're living it up so I, I try and focus on, on as healthy a solution as possible. I don't think I've ever really had too many um, lingering bad habits, you know, that are just super self-destructive. Uh, so I try and push a positive, a positive healing towards anything, you know. And uh, kind of like Ego said, or, you know, not everybody can go to the gym to get rid of their, their thing. but. Not as a blanket solution, but exercise helps with a lot of things. Um, and especially if you can get outside and do something like, like just being in the sunlight helps. That makes sense. That makes sense. So feel I'm, better I'm, about I'm hitting stuff, up you know? um, DBE on the uh, group chat text. But, he got kicked off. He's trying to jump back in. I told this motherfucker, I said, you, you just going to hit us with this cliffhanger, huh? We, we, we need to hear what the fuck you were saying, bro. We need to hear the rest of it. So hopefully he get back in. You're right. Like I said, once I, once I started... Uh, isolating a little bit and working out focus came back and kind of gave me like perspective to say hey man I, I can do this and it's fun sometimes but that's sometimes I can't do it all of the time um so that's I just been kind of figuring out the figuring that out and trying to work through that so like I'll still go out here and there but it's not as intense and it's not as long or it's not as frequent so yep tonight was just one of those one of those nights where I actually went out though and then I'm like ugh, ugh. Yeah, but it's it's key, man. Like, and it's actually a good thing, right? That you can actually set, like, look back at yourself, right? So, because some people say that's just weird, but it's not. Like, you look at yourself and be like, yo, this is not. And I think that's like the first fucking step. If you ain't looking at yourself, you ain't gonna get no better. You know what I'm saying? No, I just need. You right. You right. You are right. I think it's crazy, though, because it's like, like you said, yeah, you got to be able to look back at it. But there are people that exist who, like, don't look at it at all. They're just like, this is this is an opportunity. 
How can I make this opportunity memorable for myself as well as others? And that's what they care about. They care about making it memorable, making sure everybody has a good time, even though it's not really everyone having a good time. But they're facilitating the opportunity or possibility to have a good time. And that's all they see. They see, well, this is a this is a good party. So everyone should be should be happy. And serious. but that's not that's not always the case. So I don't know. It was just it is what it is. But uh, you're right. You're right. We all got to, you know, identify and kind of find our solutions to our problems. So, oh, man, I should definitely drink some water. Mm. Yeah, I think uh, over the past month and, and even even obviously some of the events worldwide that took place in August, you know, um, not trying to go over the, the news media and, and uh, those kind of things. Right. But. A lot of that stuff, the way it happened in Afghanistan, it, it upset me a lot. Um, and, and just rolling through, rolling through all that, like brought up a lot of different, like repressed memories, you know? And so it, it, September was rough for me. Uh, and then ended, ended September with a birthday. So now I'm older dealing with that. And, uh, it's just been. You know, trials and tribulations, but like I said, try and try and wake up each day and, and do it better. Yeah, I'm about to say, you took the words out of my mouth. I was about to say, yeah, bro, like he said, one one day at a time, right? You can't read, you can't redo the past, so you just work on the future. You're right. You're right. That's it. Some mistakes I've had to learn two or three times, but that's okay. You know, I didn't, I didn't learn them well enough the first time around. I, I catch them the fourth time. You know, you were old head, so the old head said you ain't fall hard enough the first time. That's why you did it again. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. I mean, you hit the you hit the nail on the head. I didn't. I wasn't specific, but yeah, yeah. That that stuff in August and and, and with the news and the stuff and it that was that was kind of a big big deal. So yeah, uh, that was part of the the the. Uh, thought process that I had, you know, a month or so ago. Um, it's just, dude, like, we get it. Like, and we and we talk about this all the time. And, and we, we sometimes we poke fun at it and, and sometimes we don't. But again, looking back at some of our conversations, you know, you're like, you know, we could do better at this. So you should try doing better at this. And my, my honest answer, which is always the same, is what you're going to die. You're going to die, right? And that's just, it's never, it's, I don't think that answer is ever good for you. Um, but that's usually my answer. But sometimes in in the moment, like I said, you you, you sit down, you think about that. Yes, you, you're going to die. You don't know when. Um, you generally don't know where and you don't know how. Uh, but then when you are confronted with with death of people you may uh, know uh, or people who um, share the same values uh, as you or come from the same background as you, you you sometimes stop and think, well, I wonder what their lives were like, how they were like. I wonder if I'm myself. Is this my best life? Can I be doing something better? Am I doing something better? Am I wasting my life? Am I wasting my time? Um, how can I be a better husband, father, um, whatever that is. Right. And I think that's what hit me at that time is just me trying to figure out like at the end state, at the, at the end of the road, what am I going to look like at the end of the line? Am I going to be a good upstanding person or am I going to be that, like that turd that could have did better? You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's it. That's just me rambling on now. So. No, you're right. And the, and the, those, like you mentioned earlier, you know, that self self-reflection only only you can answer those questions for you uh, no matter no matter what you measure it against you're going to be the one that has to answer 
those questions. Uh, right, right. I, I, I'm trying to work to get to a place where I don't feel like I need to ask myself those questions as frequently. If that makes sense. It does. Oh, he, he, yeah, he's going to get, get that water. So the, uh, you know, that, that's, that's really, really where I'm at. You know, sometimes, you know, I feel like I ask myself questions similar to that on a daily basis and other times. It's a weekly basis or, you know, hey, you know what? I haven't I haven't talked to myself about this in over a month. I'm doing OK. Right. But yeah, man, you just like I know, it's you know how some people say it's like easier said than done. But you just you got to try to do your best. You know what I'm saying? Like we said a thousand times on here, just like don't let that shit eat you up too much, because then you, you know how it is, man. When you get in your own head, like it's over. Once you get too far in your head, it's going to take some time to get out. Mm hmm. Yes, deep. That head is a that head is a dangerous place to be. I know in mine it is. No, you're right. And and you go down the uh <laughs> um I was talking to somebody one time and I said, Man, sometimes I get these thoughts and I wind up I wind up in this real deep, dark rabbit hole. Yep. And you can't get out. And and I was gonna I'll, Yeah, but I was in a moment of self reflection. I said, What I need you to help me with is instead of going down the rabbit hole just keep me on the bunny trail, you know, like we could talk about it a little bit, but let's talk about something else too. Let's, let's have other things going on. So I'm not, you know, 15 floors deep, you know, 13 levels into hell trying to figure out what's going on. Exactly. Cause you guys, you know, most of the time we'll hit nobody up for you to make us go down further. I need you to get me the fuck up out of here. So I'm glad you said that. Cause there's those like, yeah, when we, when we, hit those obstacles and we get in our brains and our heads and shit like there, there are ways for us to jump out and it, it, for me like unfortunately uh i was on social media and i was just checking up on a, a friend of mine or or a mentee whatever you want to call and they were like yeah so i'm doing i'm doing this and i'm doing that and i'm learning about this and i'm learning about that and it's good because i didn't know any of this stuff i appreciate that you led me to this path or you guided me to this person or you gave me this contact because now i'm doing this this and this and if it wasn't for you x y and z and i'm like man like i don't know what you're smoking um to make you think that i'm an awesome person but i appreciate this right now uh so so sometimes those little things kind of kind of bring you back center or at least help you stay balanced enough not to do no dumb shit so no, that's it. That's it. It's it's the little bright moment in the day that somebody else doesn't realize how they impacted you, right? And and yep. you could probably tell that person verbatim how they impacted you, and it still wouldn't click the same way it means to you, right? And um, we think like, hey, you know what? Do something nice for somebody today. And you say it as cliche, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing you do for somebody else might yep. be that impactful moment. It might right. be that one little pull that they need in the right direction to help at least guide them back to the right track. No, I ain't, I ain't no saint, but, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to say something kind than it is to say something mean or, you know, and sharp and hurtful. Um, uh, so I'm going to disagree on that one only because it's me. I, I know, I get it, right? But that mean and hurtful, sharp thing only comes from a, to me, it comes from a personal okay. place. Like, you're, you're saying something mean or sharp because there's something about you that's un, unsettled. You know what I mean? 
And, and that is a, a personal philosophy. That is not a, like, that definitely not a fact by any, any means. Right. But it's, it, when I'm upset, when I'm hurt, it's easier for me to be sharp and hurtful towards other people. If I'm in a good mood, yes. like, I don't, I don't, I'm not thinking, Hey, you know what? How can I piss him off? Or how can I say something that's going to hurt them? You know what I mean? Okay. I'm, I'm. So that, that's why I say that. Uh, I think for me, it just takes know, it's, more, it's, it's it takes more thought, to do it not necessarily to say nice things, but to do nice things. And, it, and when I say that, um, I think that a lot of the nice things that we do daily go unseen, right? And because they go unseen, there is sometimes a certain level of uh, neglect um, that, that happens or occurs, right? So when I say that, I, I, I say it to say this, that there are certain situations that I put myself in or I or certain things that I do or I say because I know that they will ultimately positively benefit someone else, whether it be their mental state, their career, um, how they're feeling that day or what have you. Right. And it's not always apparent to them, you know, that we may step to the side or say something just specifically to negate negative interactions with people. Right. But then there are other times where, like, if you don't do that or you don't put yourself on the side like you usually do, it's like, what the fuck? Why are you why are you acting like this? Why are you being weird or why are you like not this and this? And then you think about it, especially for me in this in this case, I'm like, you have no idea how many side steps I've taken just to make sure that you were OK. Now, because I didn't take one step to the right, you're losing your fucking mind. Like, this is crazy to me. Um, But that was it. Like, I'm not even sure if that made sense. No, that part I understand. Um, you you don't the person that you're reaching out to doesn't realize how many lifelines you've attempted to throw them or how you feel like you're correct trying to keep pulling them up the hill. Um, and the and the one time that you have to focus on you to make sure that you still have strong footing in life, like I can't help you right now. I, I need to help myself. Uh, at, at that moment, they're they're upset because. Your hand isn't out for them to grab onto. Mm-hmm. Yep, one hundred percent. And so, yeah, no, I, I, I can, I can feel that, that deep, right? Like, and and it's smart too, knowing when you need to focus on you. Yes, sir. I don't know what kind of fucking old school, full computer monitor fucking DB has, but he said he can't get back on the internet, the whole internet. His internet might be out of breath. I told him. I told him restart it or control alt delete. I don't know what to tell you. Hell, you can get on your phone. Some some people doing it right now. I'm about to say shit. I'm on my phone. Making it work. Proving a point. I mean, it took you 20 days to get here, but you here? Yeah, you're right. But ain't nobody asked you all that though. It don't matter. So the funny part is because you wasn't there because you was late. Um, Vic intentionally set his shit up on his phone to prove that the shit worked because last time you was all fucked up, and then even when you came in late, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'll be, I be talking shit. You just got to be around to hear it. Yo, when you when you sent us the picture to us, I'm uh, waiting for a host to accept you. He was like, I ain't had that problem. Oh, that's what we doing now? All right. <laughs> Yo, I got it to work, though. Shit. I hit that. Uh, I clicked on that shit. It came up pretty smooth. There you go. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, I'm a late ass motherfucker. Or don't show up. So I'm probably going to miss most of it. Yeah. I mean, I think we was all messed up today, though, because I couldn't even get my computer to work right. And I'm supposed to be the host of some shit. I'm like, damn, this I can't even log in. 
I pull up, Ego Art, Ego already in there sitting in the closet eating fucking toasted strudel with shoes in the background. <laughs> Just waiting and shit, right? <laughs> eating some shit nah man I, I had a good time like we ain't done this shit in a while especially just freestyle just fucking talking shit and talking about some shit it's pretty straight man this was those heathens over there with uh that 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 freestyle friday that spur of the moment uh so we signing out with demarcus black as victim owner like i said before i appreciate y'all coming out thanks for giving us your time oh yeah t nice had a good time all right and from dbe God bless. Take it easy. Have a good night. Appreciate it.